Uh, hey guys, it's Davey. Quick note before we get started. Um, there was a small recording issue on my end with my microphone. Um, so if my audio sounds a little bit borked, that's why. Joe was able to work his magic and get it sorted out. Um, so thank you to him. Thank you to you for listening. Enjoy the show. So that's... I was like, I was probably 15 minutes away from the track when we had to turn around. Um, mm. By the way, it was a lot of fun. Dude, that uh, absolutely blows. We got word. I, I checked my phone. We stopped for, um, we actually stopped to get cash for parking. Oh. Because I was like, oh, geez, we don't have cash. Let's go stop at a, you know, there's an ATM and this Wawa. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're in the Wawa and like, I'm like dealing with like some work stuff or whatever. And I like make, I, I like make a couple texts and then we get back in the car and Lord's like, I'll drive. And I'm like, thank God she said that, by the way. Thank God she said that. Because Lauren was like, I'll drive. And I was like, okay. I get in the passenger seat. I plug my phone in. I open up Twitter. The very first thing I see is a tweet from Bob Pachris about the race being moved to 9 p.m. And it is 10 in the morning. And we're right in Daytona. And so we there's a little miscommunication on what we were able and willing to do that day as far as, like, watching races. Mm-hmm. But... At the end of the day, the idea at the time was, okay, this isn't happening. So we drove all the way back. I'm not too cut up about the miscommunication, though. Um, because, of, I mean, we will probably accidentally end up jumping straight into Daytona weekend here. Uh, sucked for me. That was awful. Every single race was just dreadful <laughs> in some sort of way. Yeah. The Arca and Truck Series races were absolute messes. And it was like almost six hours of racing that I sat on the couch. Like I'm going to watch this. It's Daytona. I'm excited. And like, because it's Daytona, I sat through all six hours. And then obviously Saturday and Sunday was absolutely nothing. Sunday. I'll talk about that later too. Cause I ran my eye racing Daytona 500. Um, And then Monday we had all that happen. We get back. We're hanging out. Daytona 500 starts. Jimmy Johnson wrecked out within lap 10. Ryan Priest is in that wreck. Um, Ryan Priest then gets trapped a lot down, speeding, even though he gets manages to get back up through the field. Um, Ross Jastain wrecks on the final caution, and every driver that I root for got wrecked out uh, at some point, because then when we watched the Xfinity race, Parker Klegerman got wrecked out before lap 25. So, you know, it was a good weekend to not go to that. It's great. I don't know how to follow that up. Right. Welcome to the Fake Races you... Podcast. Hey, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> like the video, subscribe to JTN2, uh, follow us on TikTok, J- Johto Network, go on Twitter, Fake Racers, JTN, all this other stuff. You will find links Davey, below. Davey's been pulling some that. weight lately, man. He he's he's we we've strapped the cart to the back of the Davy Hazard wagon. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We put out a pretty good video on TikTok as well with some post Daytona 500 thoughts, which because of the complete... In- we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. it. We'll, we'll get, get to that. It was, um, it was a mess. It was all a mess. Everything was a mess. I do have a question for you that, that I meant to ask before we started recording. Have you figured out how you're going to get your tickets back? Who knows? Okay. <laughs> so, folks, more or less, Davey got his Daytona... Xfinity tickets through the NASCAR Fan Rewards program, which we tell you, again, check into your NASCAR Fan Rewards every week because you can get free tickets, and that's a good deal. But the NASCAR rain delay policy says you can't get the tickets through a secondary source and get the ticket back. It has to be you bought it directly from NASCAR. So there's we'll some see. confusion there. I would if, hope- I'm in da- if I'm in Daytona in August, then I got the tickets back. If I'm not at Daytona in August, well, then guess what? I would raise hell about it, man. I would raise oh, hell about well. it. Or... 
Tell them to give you the 3,000 points back on your account or something, and you can that, redeem I would, Honestly, I would take that. I, I'm not one to be a Karen like that over stuff. Yeah. That sucks, man. He's got to move twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, and that's that would be the argument I would make. Like, hey, you moved it once, and then I was five minutes away from the track, and then you moved it to late at night. Like, who, who really could make that? I dropped my pen. Hold on. Did they not? Ha- were they not letting just anybody in for the five hundred? I'm assuming that wasn't because I know there were talks they that would... like if you had a five hundred ticket, you could get into the Xfinity race, but I don't think it was vice versa. It was it was both. It was both Daytona five hundred yeah. oh, okay. ticket they holders had priority. It. it was more of um, Lauren and I were under the impression that we were in a time crunch, and so like if the Xfinity race went ahead, we were kind of like iffy on the five hundred, and so when it, oh, okay. when the Xfinity race was gone. The only race left was the one we were iffy about, and I was under the impression, and I also was in no mood to talk about it any further, um, which is my fault, that we're going home! So, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, that stinks. But... Yeah. yeah it, like I said, it worked out in the end. I'm glad I didn't have to sit in the freezing cold yeah. and watch all of my drivers wreck. Oh, yeah, I, I would have... I would have burned something if I had to sit through the 500 and then watch Jimmy that Johnson finish. wrecking right in front of me <laughs> if yeah. I did go to that race. Yeah. Let's, uh, all right, well, let's just dive into the Daytona 500. Let's just start at the end because that's what we like to do. And that's probably like the most, <laughs> we do uh, things in reverse. Yeah, we do. We always do. Uh, like so by the end of the show, we're like, what happened to the truck race? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> I wish I could forget the truck race. Uh, um, I can't. That was worse that. than the one thing that we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Davey figured it out. Um, William Byron won the Daytona 500. Yep. Um, William Byron won the Daytona 500. Um, for or about an hour there. I don't think anyone believed that William Byron won the Daytona 500. No. Wait, let's just get started with that, right? I okay, mean, like, yeah. okay. They, they, they show, you know, they show, the, they show the deal after an hour. Here's the rub. First of all, the, I saw other videos, too, of crashes throughout the race where, like, the lights come on at completely arbitrary times. Like, a light down the track went yellow, and then another one had just turned off from green. Like, the, first of all, that, that system, suddenly, to me, I'm realizing is, like, a little bit inconsistent. Um, yeah. But they, they show the angle and all that stuff an hour later through social media like avenues <laughs> and i just want like we should let's not do that next time let's well, let's 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 communicate to fox or the, let's have fox be competent the problem, and show oh that on the broadcast the problem, or at least make a conversation with, about it because they they were just like oh yeah william byron's a winner because um and then they like quote a rule that doesn't exist in the rule book for some they reason, said, which I didn't get. I think Kevin Harvick said something about he was he got back to the white flag first. Yeah, and then it just okay. it just spiraled downhill from there. So yeah, okay, so see, this is the, the worst thing. part about give our broadcasters the rule book or something because that's stupid. That's yeah, not but Kevin rule. Harvick should know the rule book. <laughs> just got out of his damn race car. I don't want. And I he don't, also could have. It feels. It feels wrong to call it journalistic malpractice. Because in the end, it's like they're paying to be there, right? Like they're obviously hired by NASCAR to help put on the show a little bit. But 
if you are the broadcast, it is your job to explain things to the audience, okay? And when you talk about, okay, William Byron's being credited as the winner, and then you show two replays, both of which have Alex Bowman in the lead both times the only caution light in shot comes on, and then when the only other replay they show is a frame-by-frame of William Byron getting back to the start-finish line first before the caution is thrown and saying that's how he was declared the winner, it's just a mess because none of those things agree with what you're telling us, right? And so then, like you said, we have an hour of complete confusion and, you know, literally zero evidence of William Byron winning the Daytona 500, right? Obviously, we know in retrospect that the lights aren't synced up, which is a problem that needs to be fixed because, (laughs) like, if you're not going to be clear about what you're judging it off of, then how are we as fans supposed to believe what you're telling us when the only thing you're showing us is a complete opposite of that? And then Fox's refusal to show any other replays afterwards. It made yeah, it seem was... like they were trying to cover NASCAR's asses for screwing up the finish. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Not, and I'll vent. Matt, your mic's a little crackly for some reason. When you, when you oh, my phone's off. right next to it. That's why. <laughs> that is interesting. That's so interesting. <laughs> Something it's because it's, he has a fancy mic. So, some, yeah, something about this microphone doesn't like my phone, and so if I put my phone up next to it, it gets all crackly, so. No, it's still... I don't know why. It's still a little bit crackly, though. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can fix something. Okay, we, we can vamp. Uh, but that we was, that was yeah. kind of the thing that I was like, um... That, that was the thing I was confused about. I was like, why, why, why was there, like, so, a refusal to show something? Like, they didn't... They just absolutely neglected to show us... The end Whoa. of the race in like so, the freeze frame. They do that every broadcast. Every time there's a there's a there's a. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. I just I you just want to I, because I completely agree with you guys, but I want to play devil's advocate in this situation as someone that broadcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do nothing anywhere close to what they do. By the way, um, I I think what they're trying to do in that moment is they're trying to capture the raw emotion of the team and the driver, and it's in theory you don't want to cut away from that, right? Granted, in this situation, it probably would have been the right thing. And they also explained it wrong once. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's like, you kind of, I feel like you had these two trains of thought that were battling. And so Fox, a couple years ago, and I could be completely wrong, but I don't want to say they completely cleaned house, but they, there were a lot of changes in the Fox NASCAR behind the scenes. Um, The way, the way they do their productions of the, the, at the track races and i i don't remember if this was before 2020 or after or whatever um but they did change some things around and since then we've kind of seen the product it's deteriorated a little bit um i still think fox's pre-races are really good for the most part i still think you know their weekly shows are decent i still they they still do a lot of really decent things outside of their post-race coverage outside of their explaining the rules which are very (laughs) crucial to understanding the event Wow, we were we were on we were in sync. That's crazy, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. It's it's frustrating, right? Because for them to come out an hour later with a picture, and, and it speaks to the mistrust that fans have in the sanctioning body. And we always talk yep. about a lack of consistency, and they're never going to be consistent. But you know that crash at the end. Nine times out of ten, they they hit the button the moment the one car's around, and we have a green white checkered. Yeah, we we go to overtime and we didn't this time, and they're like, "Well, we thought they were going to spin out of the way, but 
if you thought they were going to spin out of the way, you also thought that Ross Chastain was going to go and impale himself on the pit wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I the, the finish to that race was very, very, very frustrating, especially when you watch the Xfinity race and there's a crash coming off of turn two. And it's like Ryan Sieg's like perpendicular to the racing surface, and they're like, no, no caution. Oh um, yeah, I, and the, the worst part about this too is it's like what I've been saying for like the last year and a half is it feels like NASCAR can't get a complete dub mm-hmm. because the race was awesome up until that last lap, and yeah. then the finish was just an absolute farce, and it's gonna like ruin the way people remember this race. It was a fantastic 500 up until the end. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I That race was so frustrating to me as a fan. My guy did something stupid less than 10 laps into the race. Took out <laughs> Davey's guy. Um, for sure did. And then he got caught up by something stupid later in the race. So. That yeah. was pretty stupid. That race was just frustrating, I think. For me. Was... For me, it was a frustrating race. It was a very good race, but it was a frustrating race. Yeah. I mean, the, the racing was fantastic. That little run of green right before that big one that um brad keselowski got turned into the wall for that was unbelievable driving by mm-hmm. all of those drivers yeah. in that pack uh ross Chastain especially i had a lot of nice things to say about him in that tiktok video we talked about earlier i, I think that's the strongest we've ever seen ross Chastain at a plate track and he's won at a plate track before like it, like throwing uh, a lot of people will say that last block was a bad block i don't really think so i mean it was it was perfect he was still on the nose and and you know, when he, like when when he wasn't clear, he let it go, and then he would get a push, and then go back. I mean, that car, that car, and Ross, like everything was absolutely perfect. It's a shame that he wasn't able to get the win um, with some contact on that last lap, uh, last lap incident. But um, that, I mean, that was just great racing, great, great, great. And also, my main point, not to flounder around too much here, as the best super speed racing we've seen with the next gen so far, easily. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, it's nice to see them making strides. Now we get to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We already talked about that, though. Um, what were you going to say, Matt? Oh, I was going to say, uh, you know, because there's been a lot of, like, finger-pointing who's to blame for that last lap incident, you know. Some people saying Ross. Some people are saying LaJoy for kind of punting Cindric out of the way into Ross. Um one of the things I didn't really see anybody point out is like Ross kind of had to make that move or otherwise he was going to clobber William Byron in the middle of yeah. the trioval and was yep. probably going to junk him. So Ross was kind of put into a, a situation where he was like, I just got to shoot the gap and hopefully we don't all die. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Ross was That's awesome. Still... He put on a show in that last stage. Yeah. It's still doing it, by the way, man. I don't know what. It's usually your stuff's like perfect, but I don't know what's going on. It's still doing it. Uh, I'll keep experimenting. We'll keep vamping. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I think, I think Ross made, makes now. that move down down to the bottom because uh, you know because LaJoy has hit Cindric kind of out of shape like that bottom lane actually kind of opened up for a second like mm. there was a moment there where it looked like that was going to be the move to win the race and then just ever so just you know Austin Cindric just slides kind of right back up off that apron a little bit and just that little bit of contact sent them around. Um, also, also pretty lame. Not to talk yeah, too much crap. Okay. Also pretty uh, lame that the two hundred cars that bowled through the field and caused that big one finished one too. <laughs> just, just funny, oh, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and the worst part is like, again, I, okay. Part of me, part of me freaking just, knew when this race got moved. Blast. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, part of me knew when this race got moved to Monday. It's like, oh, Hendrick Carr is gonna win this, right? Like, 
Come on, Hendrick Carr is gonna win. It's their fortieth anniversary on the day. Are you are you kidding me? Come on, Mother Nature, what what kind of tricks are you trying to play? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the wrong Hendrick Carr won, but you know that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one of the four that I would have been okay with winning, and it finished second. Um, but yeah, I, like you said, it it's I don't know if it's a shame because we've. I forget who said it. It might have been Kislowski. It might have been Logano. It, it was somebody that usually is the cause of these incidents. Um, <laughs> and they said down in... Uh, listen, he, it's my driver. I can say what I want. It said something along the lines of, it's always the guys that cause the wreck that benefit from the wreck. Right? Um, I think Denny said that. Or was it Denny? Too, okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Because I, I listened to like the first 10 minutes of that today. And then I, I got caught up in something. But mm. So it's kind of... I mean, that's what happened, right? Like... You got two Hendrick cars there at the end. You know they're going to work together. You know they're going to call the crash because they always do. Yep. <laughs> they um, do. They do. I know. <laughs> it wasn't Chase Elliott this time, so that's cool. That's a good yeah. point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we can talk about that big one. Brad Kozlowski was on Race Hub today, and I was watching that. Um, he talked about, you know, Byron's there in the middle, and Logano's kind of coming down off the wall, and that kind of upsets the air around the 24 car, and that's why Byron kind of lost it because Bowman's bump was fine. Mm-hmm. I was um, gonna say I, I hadn't seen anybody point that out, but yeah, there is a moment where it, I don't maybe not even air, but it almost looks like Bowman or not Bowman, Byron um, almost like kind of not swerves but kind of cuts to the left a little bit to not right or to left rear Logano and Bowman just hooks him. My favorite part of that wreck was the rear view cam of Rosh Hashem because number one, <laughs> how did he not get turned, and then number right? two, it's just William Byron bouncing off of both of the other cars in the camera view and spinning out Brad Keselowski. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It looks like absolute chaos. <laughs> I'll have to find it because it is very funny. Find it's it. got the same energy yep. as that. Sorry, Joe. It's got the same energy as that, like, Boris said, like, truck series clip where he intentionally wrecks someone at Sonoma and there's, like, a rear view cam and you can see Boris said, like, come from out of frame and pick the guy out of line and just drive him straight off the track. <laughs> It's, it's like same energy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, um, that was huge. By the way, like we still had thirty cars on the lead lap. Car. Like, um, oh I know they, they said it was eighteen cars, and I was like, "That's too few." There's, there's at least twenty five. Yeah, that was the whole pack. <laughs> yeah, I, so I was so man, I was so frustrated. Joe, we that. do have to move. I know this wreck hurt you, but we do got to. I know we got to move wreck. on. So there is a <laughs> there is some also there is some other fun stuff in in stage one. Yeah, let's talk um, about the, kinda, let's talk no, what, what sets up that crash is Brad Keselowski pushing the heck out of John Hunter and Harrison Burton again getting wrecked early in the Daytona 500 by Brad Keselowski. Um, yep. So you had that. I feel bad for H. Burt. <laughs> you gotta feel bad for H. Burt. Um, but it sets but up this like, weird fuel saving strategy. I was gonna say that with that wreck before we move on to the fuel thing. Like, as soon as I heard Mike Joy yell, like, oh, crash! And then they cut to Harrison Burton sliding through the grass, and I was like, of course. It's <laughs> like, yeah, of course that would happen to him. Five Who else? <laughs> Who else but Harrison Burton? Yeah. But yeah, uh, they were, like, then locked into this, like, fuel-saving strategy in Stage 1, where they just ran two by two, everyone at oh half my God. throttle. You know what pissed me <laughs> off more than anything? They went to Cliff Daniels' radio audio, and he's yelling at Kyle Larson, Those guys up front can't make it, but we can! We're good! And it's like, no, Cliff. 
no one's making it to the end of the stage on fuel. <laughs> you guys have seven laps more of fuel than them. It's not 20. It's not 10. It's not 15. That all oh, that when they like, <laughs> like Cliff Daniels is such a good crew chief, but man, that just, oh, that grinded my gears. I don't know why. <laughs> It was like, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's doing such a good job. He's keeping his driver informed. He's keeping him in the race. And I'm like, <laughs> if I was Kyle Larson, I'd be like, shut the hell up, dude. I'm, I'm driving here. Like, it's stage one. <laughs> um, and you heard Relax. drivers complain about, uh, you know, complain about, oh, man, that kind of sucked to have to, like, fuel save and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, get rid of stage breaks. But also, that wouldn't help. Who's designed to save fuel? You guys. Exactly. Yeah, put you the fa- put the it. pedal down. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> so down. funny. It was so funny at some point when they decided not to, and four cars just <laughs> left. They just <laughs> drove away. Remember, AJ Allmendinger was driving around by himself, and he was five miles an hour faster a lap. <laughs> than the literally running path. down the pack alone. <laughs> I will say, Ooh. I mean, that added on to the stuff we will talk about. This is objectively the funniest speed weeks we've ever had. One hundred percent. Oh yeah. <laughs> 100%. Objectively. But, yeah, I mean, the Daytona 500 it was a good race, and then it just, you know, it just it just fell apart. But it seems like that happens every year at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a shame. Because um, since we're kind of moving away from it, I just want to have, like, some closing thoughts about it. Like, I, like, everyone, like, I've seen a couple of tweets here and there, a couple of posts on social media, like, oh, the Daytona 500 feels flat now, and I, I, I agree with them, but no, no, Joe, it's not for the reasons that they list. Okay. It's not for the reasons that they, that they parrot over and over again. It's the third branch. It's the dream, no storylines. I saw this tweet today, it was like, there's no storylines, and there's no drama, and there's stage breaks, and it's like, okay, yeah, you sound like every NASCAR fan since 2017, shut up, you're boring. But it's to me, it's more the fact that we can't end one of these damn races under green almost ever. Yeah, it is so rare for this race to end under green anymore. We never get a call to the finish. We always get a call of a crash, and this person has been declared the winner because the button was pressed at this time for the caution. That's lame. That's why the Daytona 500 feels flat. It has nothing to do with everything else that you complain about all year anyway. It has everything to do with the fact that we, for some reason, cannot finish these races almost ever. When's the last... Uh, Austin Cindrix ended under green, right? Mm. Yeah. When was the last one before that? So 2020 I technically thought... finished under green, right? Yeah. I don't think they well, threw so, so the stat... The stat that was going around was that 2017 was the last one that ended at the scheduled distance, yeah, like right. under green. Um, I know the last three, or no, two of the last, or three of the last four have ended with, we have to go to the replay to see who won. You know, 2020 and 2018 both ended with the leader on the last lab getting turned head on into the outside wall. Um, I don't even remember what happened oh. to finish in 2019. So it yeah it's it's been a mess for like a decade now and it's kind of a ridiculous. Denny Hamlin won twenty nineteen under green, right? I think there was a crash on the last lap. I think I remember Chase Elliott wrecking, but I can't. Ah, remember. who cares about that? Yeah, yeah. that might have been um, twenty or no, no Chase. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's been killing it for me. It's been really disappointing to not let yeah. these guys race it out. I mean, that'll be a thing we're about to talk about. Is literally not a single race this weekend ended under green. Every well, single one of them was a caution flat, or a caution finish. So. so, no, the Arca race ended under green. That doesn't count. Or did it? 
No, they crashed. They crashed. The yeah. Team, they? I don't know if they threw a yellow, but they did crash. They did crash. Okay, there was a last lap crash in every single race. But yeah, there we go. That's right. what I'm Thank you. Um, <laughs> freaking Gustine the Snake. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. that, that yeah, I don't even have that so on our mad. show sheet, but that's freaking hilarious, man. Um, the worst. But uh, Yeah, I'll help you. Doesn't help you. I listen. I I'll be honest. As you know, Friday, Saturday, I really wasn't looking forward to the race on Sunday. And then I woke up and it was all right. Well, the race is Monday, so it was like, oh man, that sucks. And then Monday came around and I'm like, oh man, the Daytona 500s today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I kind of felt the same. I wasn't as excited for it this year as I feel like I have been in the past, and I don't know why that is. I don't know. I do think part of it is like everyone knew it was getting rained out. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Probably safe bet. That's probably part of it. It's like, oh, there's not. I mean, if you if you if you came into the weekend, you're like, oh, the Daytona 500 on Sunday. I, you were lying to yourself. I don't <laughs> think there's a single person that knows what Florida weather is like that thought that that was going to happen. Like, it just wasn't. This is... that 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 dampened it. I, I I honestly was the opposite. I was very excited. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been, but I was. <laughs> I shouldn't have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Speed Weeks, it was just weird this year, I think, uh, with just because of the weather and stuff kind of throwing a wrench and everything. I was glad they got Xfinity qualifying in on Saturday for all those teams because um, yep. that would suck yep. to not have qualifying for your biggest race of the year and just be told, yep, you're going home because we've seen that in the past, and that yeah. sucks. Austin Hill won that Xfinity race late last night. Against um, his best efforts, Austin Hill won. <laughs> I don't know what Jesse Love was doing in that race. He was a menace out there. Um, yeah. Making a lot of good moves, but also a menace. Um, yeah, just about everybody long. except Austin Hill was a menace. Um, <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep, if I'm being honest. Um, I woke up, saw Austin Hill doing some burnouts in the grass, and then I turned <laughs> the TV off immediately and fell back asleep. So... Um, a lot of wrecks. It was good racing. I was more so tired than anything. It wasn't like a boredom sleep. So yeah, say I mean, that. It was, it was a good race. It's just all like it was, just it was a lot of racing. Theme of speed weeks minus the five hundred. Apparently, it was just a lot of wrecks. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible. A lot of stuff. And it we get to stuff all, like the whole hey, race. And we get to do it again this weekend. Yay! <laughs> I'm t- yeah, like, I say it every time did, you, you say we tore up a lot of stuff, so just don't say that again. I didn't realize how much I wasn't going to like the Atlanta thing coming afterwards. I was yeah. kind of for it. Me too. I was like, oh, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense to put it afterwards. I get the reasoning. Oh, man, the vibes are bad. Like, We I'm will, yeah. we will see when the ratings come out if it was what they thought it would do, because their whole idea is, well, the racing will be similar, so that'll boost the ratings. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to personal like personal experience. Vibes are bad right now for me. Yeah, NASCAR. <laughs> the vibes are continuing to deteriorate. Yep. Um, just off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember. There was so there was the early incident where Suarez got hooked, mm-hmm. um, and Haley Deegan got involved in that, and then you had a truly inexplicable plow by Kyle Weatherman mm-hmm. um, at, at the end of that. And that then that funny. was funny because they were showing they did like a two minute comedy sketch for Wendy's and then cut to the Wendy's car on a rollback being towed yep. to the garage. <laughs> and it was like, well, <laughs> we can't, we got to play this sometime. So I guess it's relevant now. Uh, you had a truly inexplicable uh, spin by Justin Allgaier. That was an all timer, <laughs> which like, that was I appreciate, so 
I liked how Cole Custer was like, yeah, there's some debris, and I, like, swerved down. Maybe that's why I hit him. And I was like, no, nah, he was still going to hit you, Cole. Like, you did move down a lane, but that just Justin was still going to clobber you. Like, that was <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, you had Shane Van Gisbergen painting a target on Jeb Burton's back Dude, bumper twice. twice. That was hilarious. That was crazy. That was the last thing uh, I remember before I went to bed was him crashing him into him the second time. <laughs> I also said the same thing about Jeb last time we were at Daytona, but, like, that dude can save a race car. Oh, yeah. Because he had the spin off of four where he just, like, was headed straight for the wall and barely touched it last year. Yep. And then this year, didn't hit the inside wall, got it out of the grass, got <laughs> got hooked by Shane on the backstretch, didn't hit the wall somehow, and just kept rolling. And I was like, what does it take to, to kill Jeb Burton's race car? It doesn't. Like, <laughs> a nuclear bomb, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Then you had John Hunter Nemechek uh, being a NASCAR terrorist, as he always is. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. And then I, I feel like there was one other one. Austin Hill forgot to shift out of third coming to pit road, so he was just flying down pit road at 100 by himself, and then he was like, wait a second, <laughs> I'm doing something wrong. Got penalized, his next pit stop, got penalized again, and he still just drove through the field and made everybody else look like children. Like, <laughs> it... it Dude, I've never seen, like, everybody talks about, like, oh, man, is, is like, the 21's got to be cheated up. And it's like, the RCR cars are good on the plate tracks, but Austin Hill's just that good at plate racing. It's kind of unbelievable. It's kind of crazy he didn't make the Daytona 500 last year, right? Yeah. The, well, he got wrecked in his duel, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. got wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's funnier if you just say he didn't make the Daytona 500. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Could be. But, uh, I mean... You gotta figure he's he's gonna be in the Cup Series next year. I I yeah. don't. I mean, you got, he's got to win more races on intermediates and stuff. It's gonna be crazy when yeah. Austin Dillon's his boss next year. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Has he won a race outside of a play track? Um, yes, he won Pocono. And oh, Vegas, Vegas last and Pocono. Year. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So you know. Eh. And then three <laughs> Daytona wins and two Atlanta wins. Yeah. It's just absurd. So the Truck Series race on. Friday was a cluster, you know what? Nick Sanchez finally got his first truck series win after being so so close last year. Um other than that, is this race even worth talking about? I actually have hang well, on, I have a, about, really? I have a sound I mean, effect to uh stuff up. Yeah, That's I have a sound effect to describe the race. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, the Bad. I think for a good portion, the longest green flag run was six laps. Um, it was bad. Um. It's just bad. It was awful. Yeah. It was just awful. It was objectively <laughs> hilarious, but it was awful. Davey, there's your other um. TikTok video for the week. Just take some random clips and play that music over it. <laughs> in the truck race, thousands of views. I'm telling you. I, I mean, also have I have, I have a sound worth. I'd... from from friday because like the truck race i don't like to, I, I don't want to talk about the truck race anyway we all agree we all in agreement there nothing to talk one about. La- hang on. to talk about the truck race my no. last thing about this is the last thing i have to say about the truck race i do have the sound clip for what was going on for taylor gray uh during that final lap when he flipped and i think it was something like this So. <laughs> that that, that was the that. thing, though, right? Raja, Raja 
that was a pretty bad misjudgment. I think he admitted yeah. it, and that's fine. He, Did he say he got tight, or he was trying to switch lanes? I think he ended up saying he was trying to switch lanes, but I don't think the and, I don't think any of his interviews that night made it very clear what, no, what was going no. through his mind. Yeah, but he said afterwards that. Shout out to um, Fox for just having a camera down there. And then everyone overreacting to Bubba. That was crazy. That was great. (laughs) Overreacting to Bubba Wallace mentoring the kid who just made a mistake. Yeah. On, like, one of the biggest stages he's raced on. And purposely trying to get away from the camera so that way he can talk freely. Yeah. It's crazy. It's almost like guys maybe deserve the privacy, but also you're on pit lane, so maybe don't expect the privacy. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was funny that people were making a big deal about it. Because that was funny. Oh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't shake his hand or whatever. He didn't dap him up. I'm like, he was talking to him. Well, they were, of course, he did. They were mid they conversation. Done. They were mid conversation. Was everyone who thought they were like in a big fight? <laughs> like, yeah, what are they fighting about? <laughs> Dude, no idea. That the crowd that thought that, no thoughts behind their head. I it do just think... looked like just like Bubba was trying to be like, hey man, no, it ain't it ain't sweet like that. You kind of messed up. Come here. Yeah. I forgot who I saw, and I, I don't know why I'm thinking it's Bubba tweeted this out, but someone I saw someone say that it's crazy how like the the respect and stuff in like the truck series and the Xfinity series has gone downhill so quickly with ever since you know you took Cup drivers out of it and they're not there every it was week. Bubba. Was it Bubba? Yep. That is such a valid point mm-hmm. because if you had Cup drivers down there. And if we go back to having cup drivers winning all these truck races and Xfinity races, that's not a bad thing. It never was. Um, Okay, so the only reason it was is because the the series, the stars of the series were deteriorating very quickly, right? You lost Dale Jr., Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Tony Stewart, Bobby Like You lost a lot of big names really quickly there, and that's why I think that was important to be like, oh, no, you know, limit the starts so you get those guys' experience. But now we're out of that. So, you know, maybe maybe let those guys run more truck races if they want to. Maybe they don't even want to anymore. I have yeah. a feeling some of them would, like, you know, Corey LaJoy or, uh, I don't know, um, William Byron, Kyle Larson. You know, I think there's guys that would want to run those races that find value it's, in it. It's funny how we went from one extreme to the other with, like, we let them run too much and then we don't let them run enough. It's like, just go in the middle. There's, yep. a, there's a happy medium in there. We can find it. Yeah. And we can we can get some first of all we can get some money back into the series. Not that there isn't any money in the series, but cup drivers bring that. Cup drivers bring exposure to the series and eyes to the series. And guess what? That makes people want to invest into the series in other ways. It helps. Everything helps. I I, I was never for Pedro. I want them to be allowed to run for points again too. That's a that's a hot you know, we might have to that might be a whole that might be a whole segment in itself some other time because that's a that's a take. It's stupid if there's like six of them in a race and like six of the top ten don't get stage points. <laughs> I do, I do kind of agree. With so that. that makes sense. Anyway, yeah, I think know, maybe, the... maybe that's our next video essay. I already got two in I the can, something. man. I can't add a third. The case for <laughs> cup drivers running for points in other series. I'm all. I down. think as as long as we don't jump the shark like we did last time where we go from you know one all-star car that the cup guys can run to we're gonna field three cars for all of our cup guys and then oh yeah uh drew Col- or drew herring you can run a race or two a year right <laughs> you know because <laughs> no, like that killed that back, the man. It- 
that, kill that, the that series. Like, killed <laughs> the pipeline to the Cup Series for like a solid four or five years. That's what I'm advocating for. I don't want any of these little shits getting anywhere close to the Cup Series. <laughs> this is a very valid. There's, there's some yeah. validity to this. If you're like, looking yeah, at the well, Truck Series that, especially. Well, yeah, because that is a big thing too. Is you know when you got when you started seeing the starts limited, you got the young guns and you know the youth revolution where you got you know Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on, but like. We've almost reached a point now where, you know, a lot of veterans at that time couldn't find a job. Like, Matt Kenseth got fired in a season where he almost made the Final Four, right? Yeah. And couldn't find a ride after that. Ryan Newman Jerry couldn't Jones. find a ride after that. Um, no. And it was, like, because of this youth movement coming in. Actually, Ryan Newman's a bad example. I don't know why I said that. But, so it's like, we, it, like you said, we kind of swung completely the opposite way where it's like riley herbst might be getting a cup ride soon it's like oh let's slow down a little bit <laughs> you know harrison burton another good example yeah oh harrison's yeah harrison burton's a, a perfect wait do you think they should have left matt de benedetto in that car davy is that what you're saying <laughs> i'm not dude this weekend has tried to bait me enough i'm not, <laughs> I'm not falling for it i'm not but there, there is a level of not. there's a level of like um and again, we we say a lot of this in jest, right? But um, some of it, there is a level of, you know, these cup guys and a lot of these younger cup guys, they raced around it, but they don't know how to be on the other side of it now. And I I, I almost feel like that's a bigger challenge than winning races on Sunday is to be a mentor and to be a leader, right? Like when Denny Hamlin, ret- I don't even who's the who's the leader of the garage area right now in the Cup Series. I don't think it's Denny Hamlin, God. but he's the most outspoken, right? Like, ooh. yeah, I I think he most outspoken, yes, but I don't think I don't even I, honestly I don't even think like judging from the vibe from his his podcast episodes, I don't even think he considers himself the no. leader of the garage area anymore. So like, you don't have a you don't have a leader in the garage area. You don't have like, and, and we talked about this at nauseum. It's like. You know, they, all these guys want to talk about the lack of respect and stuff, and it's like, look in the mirror, man. Change starts with you. <laughs> so, I don't know. But yeah, the truck race, it's hilarious that the series director sat them down before the race, said, hey, we remembered Phoenix, don't do that again, and then they proceeded to do something that was <laughs> ten times worse. Yep. Um, and don't forget, Corey Heim also got to run this race. Um, uh, it, yeah, that that is a very good point. And also, I think I saw a stat right before we went live, like this was the best rated, like the best TV ratings for th- that Truck Series event since 2021. Wow, it's the best one we've had in three years. Ooh. Like, sh- what? Okay, uh, my point was, asshole, is that a lot of people saw <laughs> some dumb shit. That's what, yeah. Again, it's just a stupid statistic to tweet out, okay? Like, come on. Come on, Fox. I know you. I know you're trying to polish shit here, but uh, so if it's shit, it's shit. Okay. <laughs> did you guys see how pissed Todd Bodine was at like the halfway break? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Like they were try. They were trying to just have like a, a discussion, just like let's talk about the race so far. And Todd Bodine just went off and then he carried it onto twitter over the rest of the weekend like he is pissed looking at the truck series now i bet he is (laughs) oh god truck series used to be some of the best racing 
that we'd see mm-hmm. on the weekend. And yeah, it's yeah. just deteriorated so Late 2000s, much. early 2010s, truck series racing was some of the best racing NASCAR had. Oh, and yeah. that's why we got into the NA18D thing, so... True. Sure I mean, this race used to be the one... I was going to say, this race was the one I always looked forward to in Speed Weeks the most, every year. Yeah. Because it was always nuts. Yeah. Then you stayed up till 11 yeah. if you're on the East Coast. I guess that wasn't as bad for you, but... <laughs> Dude, I was feeling it by the time of the start of the ARCA race, and I was like, I'm on the West, I'm on the west Coast. I'm on the West Coast. And I'm, I'm tired. tired. <laughs> <laughs> Arca starting at like one a.m. <laughs> I had I had to watch Arca cars wreck it up one billion times. I had to watch Willie Mullins. Dude, I thought he died. Man, that was so sad Dude, because Cindric was, was gassing him up. Missile. <laughs> Cindric spent the whole broadcast gassing up Big Willie scored the pole and then he just painted a target on the side of that car and then was like off ready to go and then he wasn't done he went back for seconds oh my god dude noah's joy noah joyce friend of the show was making so many hilarious jokes about just applesauce being spilled all over the interior of his car even that like the oh applesauce was used to like resurrect him or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to like our we're getting to like late night arca like vibes right now on this show it's, yeah it's too much but yeah was, so, let's talk about normal so stuff again <laughs> gustine you're a prick by the way yeah that was some <laughs> and i'm not total, using that in an endearing way we're, we're 40 plus minutes in that was some bitch shit yeah yeah that was I don't care. Tony I'm Brett. calling him out. Joseph Weaver was like, oh, you don't give up your chance to win at Daytona. No, that's not what it's about at all. He, you don't, said, yeah. he said he was going to do the thing, and then he didn't do the thing when his teammate thought it, he was going to do the thing. It drove me crazy. It drove me crazy seeing people say that he's like, oh, yeah, he didn't listen to, to lame team orders. And it was like, he wasn't the one getting team orders. It was Jake Finch. He agreed. Jake Finch gave up his advantage to help Gus Dean, and then Gus Dean stabbed him in the back. Like, that was what pissed me off about it. Like, if Gus Dean just says, no, I'm not going to let him in, then Jake Finch doesn't take the outside. Yep. <laughs> and he'd be like, fine, figure it out on the outside then. It's, it's a fucking snake. So, it's yeah, ridiculous. No, that, that, yeah, it was, it was, it was, that was bad. Um, um, <laughs> normal things, though. Malcolm in the Middle is going Xfinity racing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He this past weekend, he's buying into Joey Gase Racing. It's Gase Munez Racing. That's cool. Um, it is cool. Yeah. He bought into the team, baby. So, Imagine going back five years and saying that Shane Van Gisbergen was going to race NASCAR against Frankie Muniz. <laughs> Malcolm. Who, who's part <laughs> owner of the team. Yeah, yeah owner-driver Frankie Muniz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I'll tell you what, Let's that was Daytona. It. I don't. Now we can do it again next weekend. Yay! Uh, don't stop. Stop. stop Daytona, stop, stop, stop. but smaller. <laughs> Boy, I wonder what I'm gonna do for my bottom split moment. <laughs> I. It's a shame. I wish I had more to pick from. What's your bottom split moment, Davy? Oh God! Let's see. Parker Clickerman getting wrecked out before lap 25. Jimmy Johnson getting wrecked out before lap 10. Me getting wrecked out um, after one. two. 
Talk me, about that me, one. Me getting wrecked out after lap 200 of my iRacing Daytona 500, being in the lead on the green-white checker. I led lap 200. I led the scheduled final lap. It was a green-white checker. Um, some bad pushing behind me got me turned around in the trial, taking the white flag, wrecked the field, finished 13th. But and you can watch... Really watch a VOD. I'll probably put a... I'll probably put a couple videos up. Hopefully, you can watch, it. and you can watch the replay on his Twitch right now. D seven H five. My or... Twitch right now. D seven H five. Tune into those streams, man. A lot of fun, and I'm like point two views away from being a Twitch affiliate. So, hell yeah. Um, oh, damn. That one was pretty bad. Both Arca and Truck races were bad. Being in Daytona and then seeing that it got postponed to nine p.m. I think I'm on my sixth bottom split moment of the week. So I'll pass <laughs> it on. So Joe, my bottom split moment of the week was probably Davy. I'm sorry, I got to give it to you, man. Being 20 minutes away from the track and damn, turning around. I'm someone else's bottom split. This is a <laughs> fake racing That's podcast. Just... First, this is un- just... I can't believe this. I know because okay. So backstory is when I see Davy's turning around, I I'm like, oh crap, why is he turning around? Can he not get back? I'm like, all right, Davey, what is it going to take to get you back to the Daytona 500? <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, no, we got we, we to gotta figure it out. And it, whatever. But uh, I was like, man, I felt so bad because I, I know I really want to go to that race. And you had an opportunity to go to that race. And you stuck to your heart and your morals and your, your head and didn't go to that race. So um, That's true. You know. I was proud of you, but I was, I was like, oh, man, Davey, come on. Bottom split moment of the week. Davey has Once again, for the third time, couldn't have picked a better 500 to skip. So and and that was that was going to be my next thing. I literally said to my roommate after that crash on lap six, I'm like, yeah, I was telling Davey that he should, like, go. Um, but I'm glad he didn't now. So. <laughs> Matt, what you got? Uh, my bottom split moment of the week is uh, Joe Gibbs racing in the Xfinity race. They were lined up two, three, four on the last lap, and somehow didn't li- make a pass happen. They just don't know like, how to work with each other, man. They're, they're just absolutely good. fumbled it. Like it, it, it. Yeah, honestly, I mean, you could give it to the entire Xfinity field for just letting Austin Hill clown on him again. But like, <laughs> it was gonna just do it absurd. again this weekend, guys. Dude, he's just in a different level at, at Daytona. It's just like unbelievable. So, yeah, that was my bottom <laughs> slip moment. Um, yeah, he's got like seven career wins and. Almost, I guess, well, over half of that. <laughs> he's on his advanced on. Michael Waltrip career arc right now. Well, he's got three at Daytona and two at the New Atlanta, so he's got like five on the super speed ones. This is Dale Jr. circa 2002 right now. It's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> all right, road to pro moment, Matt. Uh, my road to pro moment's Austin Sendrick just this entire weekend because, like, A, he had a great race on Sunday or Monday. Uh, B, he was so good in the booth for ARCA. Just like, because good. you could tell, I mean, A, he showed up with glasses and a bow tie, so everybody's calling him Point Dexter, which is hilarious. And then... <laughs> he rocks it, though. Yeah. He does. He does. And then, he, by like the one-third mark, you could tell he was over it. And, like, he got <laughs> so snarky. And, like, there's that, that one long green flag stretch. It was immediately after Anunziata spun somebody out in the tri-oval, and then somebody got, or they had a two-car spin that they didn't throw a yellow for, and then they had two laps in a row, somebody get turned, getting pushed, going into turn three, and Cedric was like, yep, add that to the list of places you're not, you don't push. (laughs) 
Yeah, he's, yeah he, said the, he said something like, well, we figured out where not to push. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just like fully on the big Willie Mullins bandwagon up until that went downhill really fast. So yeah, big fan of Austin Cindric this week. That was great. <laughs> Davey, what's your road to pro moment? Man, I I kind of I like I said earlier I kind of disagree with you, uh, with you guys. I thought the Daytona 500 felt pretty hyped up, and it was kind of like a letdown that the rain and stuff happened. Mm. Uh, but one of my favorite things in the build up to the Daytona 500, and then on the day of, and, and like the pre race stuff, even Sunday too, um, <laughs> was I, I don't know why I'm promoting this man's content, but I thought it was funny. Jeff Gluck in that pink suit, he did. <laughs> yes. he lost a bet. He, was he lost a it. bet to look better. Yep. That dude oh, yeah, he rocked rocking it. it. Dude, yeah. he looked good. I, I've been listening to the Teardown uh, pretty re- religiously since like the last half of last season. And yeah. their dynamic is pretty funny. I like their dynamic. Uh, Jerome Bianchi and Jeff Gluck. Jerome Bianchi just acts like an asshole on that podcast towards he's Gluck. Such a little, he's such a little douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a douche. <laughs> I kind of I kinda, I kinda like Gluck's, him. Gluck's just getting bullied like for an hour and a half on this show. Like I was listening to it today <laughs> and I was like... He was. He's bullying him. Oh my goodness. This That's is like high school. Jordan Bianchi was trying to make the point that William Byron is going to be a a superstar in a household and then, name. And then immediately had to back up on it. Cause he's like, yes. oh wait. <laughs> No, that doesn't make sense. Because if Chase Elliott is a superstar, mm. Chase Elliott ain't even a superstar anymore. Um, flush toilet. Your old news. Um, my road to pro moment of the weekend. Uh, shout out. First off, this isn't actually the road to pro, but shout out to The Rock for staying around and doing all the dignitary stuff on Monday. When I don't know if he had to or not. Maybe there was a contractual obligation, but... Dude was tweeting out a lot and showing a lot of respect for the sport, which is always awesome to see. And I, again, don't know how superficial that is or not, but I'm, I'm going to... big fan I'm of the gonna, UFL jacket with all the different team logo patches exactly. down the sleeves. That was pretty cool. I'm going to choose to believe that it wasn't superficial and that he was genuine. So that's what I'm going to do. But um, the road to pro moment, though, is they were interviewing him um, on the Fox pre-race show on Sunday. That was kind of like taking up their normal pre-race that they would have had. And he was telling the story about how he like how he got his first car and he bought it from a guy at a honky-tonk in Nashville. And he got in the car and he's driving away and there was a guy inebriated in the back seat. And Chris Myers is like freaking out trying to get them off the air like, oh man, this story is not good. We need to, this is not TV friendly. The last line you hear is the Fox Daytona 500 pre-race coverage is going off air is along the lines of, and I, I'm paraphrasing here guys he wasn't a drunk he was a crackhead and then it goes to commercial <laughs> and leads into the next block of block of t- television the rock saying he was a crackhead so um that was amazing in the clip that fox nascar posted they of course clipped that part out <laughs> boo, boo. 1984 boo. 1984 <laughs> so um but i hope that isn't lost media because that was freaking hilarious and again i i I got the impression that he was completely genuine about it and stuff so but the rock has some weird things about him supposedly behind the scenes i'm also a wrestling fan we're going to atlanta this weekend but before that saturday night davy's gonna be streaming usrl cup series from talladega on his twitch is it talladega daytona i'm sorry 
Wrong one. Daytona? It's Daytona. Okay, it is Daytona. I was going to say. Do you want to know why I know? Why? Ooh, wait. Is this something... Is this to do with the... I saw this. Yeah, this, this, is, a big, this is big news. It'll be in the Project 42 entry for John Peterson Racing. <laughs> That's awesome. On uh, Saturday night, under the lights, from the Daytona <laughs> International Speedway. Tell them. Um, tell, tell them, Joe. Tell them. I don't know what my sponsor is. Don't know what the car looks like yet. Oh, that's dangerous. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're playing a dangerous game. Mike, from what I was told, Mikey's painting it, so I, I should be okay. That'll be definitely okay. Good. Right, should be okay. Yeah, that's better. Um, that's a close one now. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm kind of excited. I haven't yeah. uh, I haven't done eye racing in a long time on an oval. So uh, yeah, I haven't done eye racing in general in a long time. Um, so we're we're aiming for a top ten. That's our goal. Heck yeah! Anything better than that's uh, icing on top of the cake. And Davey, I'm sorry if I have to push uh, one of my actual teammates instead of you, like I did yep. in the last time we were on a super speedway race together, and I just pushed the crap out of you. Um, Heard. And then you yelled at me that I wasn't pushing you hard enough, and I was like, <laughs> Davey, I know what I'm doing. All right. Was that the race we had on JTN one two three four? Or am yes. I thinking of a different one? Okay, no, no that's the, it's, it's that one. <laughs> Because, yeah, it was, what, Davey won, I finished second, Weaver, Weaver third, was third? And I was fourth. fourth yeah, yeah, Weaver edged me out right at the line. We were that close to an FRP 1, 2, 3, and then... <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so Davey, yeah, I'm it. Davey will be streaming. Um, yeah. I might set up stuff to stream, too. Um, but we'll see, because I don't have all that set up. Totally so. boiling my flow. <laughs> Um, we're at Atlanta. I don't know if you guys want to do race picks. I don't know if we want to just scuttle the no, race. We might as well. want to. We'll do it. No, no. I'm, I mean, not again. I'm not doing any. Can you uh, pick I'm a, gonna pick for this weekend. I'm gonna pick uh, Cameron McAdoo for 250 Supercross okay. and Jason Anderson for 450s. All right, I'm gonna yeah. pick. Um, There's no Supercross this week. I had to watch Arca. That's why I'm bad. I am <laughs> um, taking Brad Kublowski to win at atlanta because holy crap just win race man um also shout out to eric jones because he was really good here last year so we'll, maybe he maybe he'll win maybe maybe i'll be happy for once after one of these cup super speedway races i don't know if i will be probably won't be but i might be might be happy again it's been a while it's been since 2021 since i was happy after one of these races so um i would have been dawson yeah, Cram, bad man ben Rose, Josh williams dawson Dude, if Josh Williams won the cup race, that would be amazing. <laughs> I hope. I was my hope for if he wins the for if he wins the cup race, he drives it around one lap, parks, parks on the start finish line, walks out the gate. Yeah, yeah doesn't give an interview, just dips. Nothing. Mic drop. <laughs> um, it was funny too. At the end of the five hundred, I think it was. I think the top five at one point was Almondinger, Hemrick, Gregson, Lajoy. And I forget who the other guy was, but it was like five. Go for a heavy sweat, dude. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was like, hmm, maybe Collie did knew, know what they were doing, dude. When I was <laughs> when when Hemrick pushed all Almondinger to the lead, I was like, Davey's got to feel so conflicted right now. Like, <laughs> I did. You're right. You nailed it. Because I was like, oh god, this is the worst. But um. Guys, we appreciate you. We know this episode's late this week. Uh, Daytona 500 things and my broadcasting schedule on JTN kind of got in the way. Um, we appreciate you listening. I encourage you at home if you're list if you're only listening to us, 
go follow the YouTube page. Go subscribe over there so you can see our beautiful faces. But also um, set it up so it automatically downloads new episodes to your podcast inbox, whether that be on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever platform that you're getting us on, because I think we're on all of them. Um, confidence. I'm working on it. But um, <laughs> any way that you help support us, whether it's following us on social media, it's completely free to do that, by the way. We don't make you pay for anything, because that's stupid. Why would we? But any way you can help support us, we really, really appreciate it. We see the numbers going up. We see the numbers changing. We we appreciate you guys so, so much. We want to hear from you, too. So you can tweet at fake racers. That's the best way to get the attention. Or you can tweet directly at Davey Hazard because he's pretty much runs the Twitter. Um, or you can also, you know, engage with the video down below. Let us know what you thought of Daytona 500, of Speed Weeks in general. Um, tell us if we're wrong. I, I had a pretty hot take about Cup Series drivers in lower series. Tell me why I'm wrong. I want to hear it. I want to. I want to know because I need. I need to be able to refute. Refute you. Um, come argue with us. Come disagree with us. That's what we want here on the Fake Racers Podcast. Um, Matthew's links are down below. It's at msteelman51 on Twitter. That's about it, right, Matt? I believe. Yeah. Links is a strong term. More like link. Matt's um. link is down below to his Twitter. Do you want to give this? moment uh opportunity quick shout out to chris hacker get well soon um oh yeah was in a really bad car crash this week and like honestly a miracle that he's even alive and he seems like he's in good spirits so sending our good thoughts that way davy's gonna follow that up with yeah um i'm here to grift please follow me (laughs) hey he's endorsed by celsius somehow i don't know how but he is (laughs) <laughs> but um at d7h5er on twitch at davy hazard at d7h5 again everything is linked down below um again folks can't thank you enough for watching for listening however you support us here on the fake racers podcast and we hope that you tune in next week because you should because hopefully we return to normalcy after a uh hopefully not wild weekend in atlanta hope to see you guys next week on the fake racer podcast bye, bye.